There are arrowheads in the walls. I'm Ramtin Arablouei. I'm Randa Abdel-Fattah, and we're the hosts of Throughline, NPR's history podcast. And for our special series this month, the best of Throughline. You know, if we carry on as we have been, this is what we might wind up with. Listen now to the Throughline podcast from NPR. Happy Friday, everyone from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Radio Milwaukee's Tariq Moody. Hey, Tariq. Hey, Robin. Hope you're doing well. It's New Music Friday, and we're taking a quick look at the best albums out now on August 13th. We've got new ones from The Alchemist and Boldy James, The Killers, and a whole bunch more. But we start with the British duo Jungle. Their latest is called Loving in Stereo. Jungle is the group, Loving in Stereo is the album, and this song is called Talk About It. Uh, as I said, Jungle's a duo. This is Josh Lloyd and Tom McFarland, uh, though they do work with a whole bunch of contributors uh, and collaborators. They're calling this, Tariq, a, a disco album for the post-social distancing age. And I thought uh, the celebration may be a, a bit premature, <laughs> but, but you got to love the grooves and the vibe on this record. That's for sure. I coined the term Yacht Soul. This is Yacht Funk. This is definitely Yacht Funk or Yacht Disco. This is just a feel-good record, you know. I described it as if an album in 2021 was a soundtrack to self-care, this would be it. Definitely. I mean, this this whole record just has all these recurring themes of hope and optimism and encouragement mm-hmm. to just keep going when life gets tough. I thought of a lot of like the Jackson 5 and disco and 80s soul. It kind of felt like a sonic journey through a lot of different decades. Yeah, but it wasn't like like derivative. Yeah. It was, they took the ingredients of those elements and made a complete different dish. I want to play a little bit of another cut called Romeo so you can get a taste of the, the rap on the record. Never lose, steady climb, city crime infested Ten years so divine, my blessings I injected Hope into my lungs and spoke up things I once Thought was silly dreams, I walk you through the scene Jump on a jet and it's charted a star Bad in the cycle, I don't even like it She dead it, I cannot be bothered to call Hope you see the light, darling, oh yes Running like So much uplift in these songs it did bring to me like sounded like Gorillaz track mm. almost. Yeah. Right. And I got I did some research and I didn't know the rapper is, is Bass, which is he signed to J. Cole's label, Dreamfield Records. He's yeah. a French American rapper and I really loved the flow, but the hook, oh my god, I can't get the hook out of my head on that track. I wonder if you if you hear this, because I know you're a big fan of them. I, I thought a lot about salt in the salt records. We yes, got yes, I brought that up. Like there were certain tracks. It was what do you know about me? That singer sounds like she is from Salt. Yeah. And the song sounds like it was from Salt. 
you listen to the the production, the vocals, and I was like, oh, there's some salt element. But again, they're all from England. You think about it, there's this whatever is in the water in the UK. They're they're very innovative and creative with their music. They're very collaborative, cross collaborative, cross genre collaboratives. And I think you you hear that. I think that's intentional. Jungle is the duo. Their new record is called Loving in Stereo. Thanks so much, Tariq. Thank you, Robin. All right, another big album out now on August 13th that we're loving comes from The Killers. It's just a, about a year after their last full-length record. This new one is called Pressure Machine. The parking lot is rent The shotgun pickup trucks At the Jones's rubber plant Where all the guys end up Beer drinking Boy Scouts living life like they ain't stuck on these quicksand streets with their girls in a sling. I'm in my bedroom on the verge of a terrible thing. This is The Killers. The new album is called Pressure Machine, and this song from it is called Terrible Thing. And here to talk about this one is NPR Music, Sophie Hernandez-Simeonidis. Hey, Sophie. Hi, Robin. So The Killers are obviously known for making some pretty epic rock, but this, this album is so much quieter. It's a bit of a concept record for them, yeah? I would agree. It tells a great story of Brandon Flowers' hometown in Utah, very small town vibes, and I think it has some great storytelling on it. Well, some of the storytelling paints a pretty stark picture of what small town life is often like for a lot of people. Um, he captures all these voices uh, from people who live in the community, and I want to play a little bit of, uh, of the top of the song, West Hills, so people can hear what that sounds like. I married my high school sweetheart, so we've been married, we've been together 11 years. Um, I don't really travel much, so I've just been here. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm busy, John. You have to wait. Uh, my little brother, he moved into the community, and they tried to tape him to a flagpole or a tree up at the, the high school. So if you don't fit their mold. It's just a nice, small community. Everybody knows everybody. Good place to live and to raise kids. We'll be here forever, so. And I love the stark contrast that Brandon Flowers draws on this record, you know, like on Quiet Town or just there in West Hills. He'll have people saying things like, oh, a great, you know, small towns are a great place to raise your family, but he'll have all these really dark, ominous tones that run underneath them because, you know, I grew up in a really small rural community in Kansas, and I think a lot of people who've never had that experience tend to romanticize small town life and don't realize that there's a lot of struggle and pain and sadness in those communities, and the killers re really bring that out in this record. Oh, 100%. I grew up in a big city. I grew up in Houston, Texas, so I'm definitely an outsider looking in on this experience, but I can say I've definitely romanticized it in the past, and this album definitely feels like a wake-up call to that. It comes through so strong lyrically, the influence that the small town life has had on Brandon Flowers, and also musically. It almost has like a very clear Southwestern, almost country influence in some of the songs, especially in Runaway Horses, I felt, which I really enjoyed and was something super different from The Killers that I was not expecting at all. 
it feels like the perfect creative exercise for the times, you know, for him to be in isolation and reflect on where he came from, his roots and the people who helped make him who he is, you know, for better or worse. And that's what I think is so amazing about the timing of this album, too, is that it was very clearly out of the pandemic. Something that I think is really relatable to everyone, whether or not they came from a small town or a big city, is that the pandemic kind of forced a lot of people to just return home, whether it be physically return back to their hometowns or like kind of in a mental state, revert back to maybe their younger selves. And I definitely did that during the pandemic. I returned back to Texas during the pandemic and found myself reliving a lot of my younger, more formative experiences. And that is what it sounds like Brandon Flowers has done with this record. The Killers is the band. Their new album is called Pressure Machine. Thanks so much, Sophie. Thanks for having me, Robin. All right, up next on our list of the best albums out now on August 13th is a new one from the rapper Boldy James and The Alchemist. It's called Bo Jackson. I be on the west side Niggas know that I rotate with Percival In the streets is what keeps with us So don't take it personal When them city slick is beating on your block This shit is strictly business EPMD, everybody plotting my demise I marvel at the sight of Kane I love to watch it rise If this was love at first sight Then we was locking eyes Got a fetish for them butter babies Who love the ladies Just as much as I do Ain't gon' up if I ain't got to Could've shot you but you pussy, I ain't had to, but I took it. When I ride it, he like, Bodhi, please don't kill me. Shit, and cook me. I ain't run up with This is Boldy James, the rapper Boldy James, and the producer The Alchemist. Their new album is called Bo Jackson. The song we're hearing from it is called EPMD. And NPR music contributor Christina Lee here for this one. Hey, Christina. Hi, Robin. So this is the third time Boldy James and The Alchemist have collaborated on an album. They put out The Price of Tea in China just last year, and... I don't know. I think they're turning out to be one of like the more notable partnerships in hip hop. They just sound so good together. Yeah, absolutely, Robin. And it's crazy because we're starting to see them pick up from where they left off in like 2013. That was when I first got hits of Boldy James. And this was actually when he first started collaborating with The Alchemist. But then life sort of got away from him. Uh, But now The Alchemist has kind of reeled Boldy James back in, told him like, listen, you need to collect your flowers. You're a tremendous MC. Let's link up. And so what we've seen over the past year with the culmination of Bo Jackson is just this real productive streak. It's been amazing to witness. Yeah, the Alchemist production is just, is so sly and kind, it's kind of ingenious. You know, he can telegraph so much with just the smallest sample. And then Boldy James has this very dry, even-tempered flow that just fits perfectly with the Alchemist style. What are they doing here with the theme of Bo Jackson, though, the former professional athlete? 
You know, what's really interesting. Um, so Bo Jackson kind of becomes like an alias of sorts that Boldy James sort of assumes. And I mean, you hit me to this, Robin, you know, that Bo Jackson was a Heisman Trophy winner, uh, but his career was cut short due to an injury, right? Yeah. And so this was somebody who was once perceived to be invincible at one point, but then at the end of the day, he only proved to be human. And that's the sort of narrative that you see play out throughout the album. Boldy James is somebody who, from a lyrical standpoint and from a narrative standpoint, talking about these street tales, comes across as somebody who is like very capable, who's he's a veteran in these streets. Mm. Uh, but at the end of the day, he isn't exactly immune to the pressures and the overall environment in which he's situated, with being uh, Detroit post-Motor City reputation. Boldy James raps about having some close calls in life where he, you know, he thought he might not even make it out alive. So he does a lot of reflecting on that and his own vulnerability. I mean, even near the end of the album on the song First 48 Freestyle, Boldy James says, you know, he's just grateful to wake up every morning and still be here. Right. And that's the moment where his emotions are the most plain, right? Because leading up to this point, he's very, very sneaky. And like you said, Robin, his tone is very straightforward to where if you're not listening close enough, you might miss it. So on the song EPMD that we just listened to, he's talking about how I think the line goes when the city slickers beating on your block. This shit is strictly business. That's, of course, referencing the 1988 hip hop album. And then with EPMD, instead of referencing the band's name, Eric and Paris making dollars, he said it stands for everybody plotting my demise. It's just this really slick, sneaky sense of humor that I guess with the pop culture references is sort of a bait and switch. It's adding lightness to narratives that might otherwise seem unrelentingly dark. The album from Boldy James and the Alchemist is called Bo Jackson. And Christina, you'll be back in the second half of the show to talk about the new one from the band Meet Me at the Altar. But first, I want to go to this really beautiful new solo album from the jazz pianist Faulkner Evans. It's called Invisible Words. This is the pianist Faulkner Evans. His new album is called Invisible Words, and the song we're hearing from it is called Made Visible. And back after way too long to talk about this one from Jazz Night in America and WBGO, Nate Chinin. Hey, Nate. Hey, Robin. So this is the debut solo album from Faulkner Evans, and it is just so beautiful and calming. But it's a record that came out of unimaginable grief. Truly. You know, it, it is a, a chronicle of loss and love and empathy. And, you know, the, the short of it is that Faulkner Evans lost his wife, Linda, in May of 2020. 
they had been married for over 20 years and she took her own life. And it was a situation that, you know, she had struggled with depression and the pandemic only worsened everything. And so Faulkner had really everything, you know, the, the rug just pulled out from under him and, and he left the apartment that they shared and went to go stay with family in the country and just had to kind of absorb and process his grief. And eventually he found his way to a, a piano that was on the premises and he began to work his way through his emotions just by playing. And what emerged was this series of miniature portraits, you know, tributes to his wife and life partner. And he really sought to try to capture who she was in song. There's a whole lot of weight for this album to carry. So what's really remarkable is that the, the songs themselves are so, are so beautiful and light-filled. Well, he said that he didn't just want to pay tribute to her, but he wanted to paint a portrait of who she was. And, you know, he describes her as childlike and full of curiosity. And I think you hear that in the music, not that it's, you know, it's not playful like a child, but it just has a, what I felt was like a sense of wonder in it and mm. humility, I think. There's a tendency that jazz musicians can sometimes have to err on the side of complexity mm. and harmonic sophistication. And, you know, you can really sense the restraint exercised here. Most of the chordal decisions are, you know, he sort of reverts to open harmonies and to and to sort of triadic you know major triads and mm. there's a, a harmonic language here that is very accessible and ultimately not trying to show you what he knows you know it's, yeah. it's very it feels very intuitive it feels very close to home Faulkner Evans is the pianist his beautiful if heartbreaking new record is called Invisible Words thanks so much Nate Thank you, Robin. We've got a few more albums that we want to play for this week's New Music Friday, but first we need to take a short break, and we'll be right back. This message comes from our 2021 lead sponsor of NPR Music, State Farm. To celebrate their surprisingly great rates, State Farm invites you to discover the surprisingly great genre, Lowercase. Definitely unlike anything you've ever heard before, Lowercase Music is created from remixing ambient sounds like crumpling paper and smashing light bulbs. Give it one listen and you'll never look at paper the same way ever again. Now that you've discovered Lowercase, take a minute to discover State Farm's surprisingly great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Support for NPR and the following message come from BetterHelp offering online counseling. BetterHelp therapist Hesu Joe explains the importance of creating a safe space for therapy. I can't tell you how many times I've had clients that say that expression, like, I've never told that to anybody. That's when I know I've made some kind of momentous move with this person. They feel safe enough to expose that part of themselves, and doing that together with somebody else can be very powerful. To get matched with a counselor within 48 hours and save 10%, go to betterhelp.com songs. It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton, and we're doing a quick rundown of the best albums out now on August 13th. We start the second half of the show off with the band Meet Me at the Altar. Their new one is called Model Citizen. Blank faces all around me Faded I can't get out of the 
The band is Meet Me at the Altar. Their new record is called Model Citizen. The song from it is Feel a Thing. And Christina Lee, we go back to you for this one. I don't know about you, but the entire time I was listening to these songs, I just kept thinking that you could not have a more Gen Z sounding album than this one. You know, just like the genre jumping and all the youthful exuberance and the the speed metal drums that drive all these pop hooks. Right, yeah. It is Gen Z in part because of the 2000s nostalgia. It is wild because when I hit play, first you were ambushed, right, by that chiptune influence, but then it immediately pivots to this pop punk that transported me to my first concert, which was actually Vans Warp Tour from sometime in high school. No, I'm not going to say what year. But um, <laughs> um, so there is that aspect of it, the instrumentation. But then on the other hand, the lyricism, I think, are just is just a really smart update to both of these genres, especially with the pop punk. When I think of early 2000s pop punk, as they're so clearly inspired by, I think of, I guess, these lyrics that are rooted in heartbreak, but then quickly sort of lash out in anger. Whereas Mm. I think the Gen Z perspective here is that there is some actual self-awareness. They recognize that anger, but then they're like, okay, what's a way to stop this anger before it turns into aggression or something that we ultimately regret? I think in the song, Never Gonna Change, uh, the vocalist Edith Johnson says something like, gotta face myself to save my mental health, but I'm not. And listen, I commend them. Self-awareness is half the battle. But right. I think that's the Gen Z perspective that came across so clearly here. Yeah. Even the group's name and the name of the album, I think, are very clever nods to their era. You know, Meet Me at the Altar. Meet Me at the Altar implies love and hope and tradition, right? But they use the at symbol for in their name, <laughs> which, you know, it's just ever so slightly subverted. It's like winking at social media where our worst impulses often live. And then the name Model Citizen, you know, it could refer to them wanting to be their best selves and do what's best for the greater good. Or it could mean the exact opposite, like uh, assimilate. Do what you have to do to fit in and meet other people's expectations. So the key selling point with Mimi at the Altar is that, you know, this is a band led by women of color, two of whom are queer, and they're very eager to represent for their peers in this space. So, I mean, this record is just really, really promising, and I'm so excited to hear more from them in the future. Yeah, totally agree. I, I haven't had so much to think about. For such a short, relatively short bit of music, you know, it's like epic scale thinking from less than 20 minutes of music. Meet Me at the Altar is the band and the new record is called Model Citizen. Thanks so much, Christina. Thanks for having me. And from the frenetic pop punk of Meet Me at the Altar, let's go to a new one from L. Michael's Affair and Liam Bailey. They're calling their collaboration L. Michael's Affair meets Liam Bailey. Their new album together is called Ekendeo Inversions. More fire, you're a champion, girl. Having thoughts of you doing all of it for me, behold. Your beauty before the Lord and all of its glory is God's body of work. And you're the heart of it purely of love and it's like a novel. You're the star of the story. Memories in a bottle. White rum of reposado. I regret to swallow They admittedly set the model I have yet to follow But minus all my hesitation I search for a sermon So let me be your congregation I got some homes to feed you Plenty places to lead you It's easy for me to read you I need you to know I need you Want you to know I want you Wish you could see I miss you I'm replaying the moment When instinctively I kissed you And promised you No opponent would ever make me resist you Your chemistry's reflected In every connective tissue and artery That's proof that no part of me is artificial when you press up on my body and whine, I'm whining with you. 
Conquer and Divide is the song from El Michael's Affair meets Liam Bailey in the album Ekendeo Inversions. And WXPN's John Morrison here for this one. Hey, John. Hey, what's going on, Robin? L. Michaels Affair is otherwise known as Leon Michaels. He's a funk and soul artist from Brooklyn. Liam Bailey is a soul and reggae musician from Nottingham. Tell us what they're doing together on this record. Yeah, this is dope. Ekendeo was an album that came out last year from Liam Bailey. And this record, Ekendeo Inversions, is, I wouldn't call it a remix, it's like a, a reimagining of that record. And uh, Ekendeo itself was soulful. R&B and reggae, but this is like something on a whole other level. They make the tunes a lot heavier, but also spacier. They add, you know, some guest vocalists, like we heard Black Thought is on this album, Um, and and a lot of real trippy, like, dub effects, you know, that add a lot of texture and, and atmosphere. It's really just like a dope piece of contemporary reggae music. I felt like if there's one word to describe this whole project, it's passion. It is just, yeah. it is bursting out of every seam of this record. You can tell how much they love working together and making this music, but also just their love of life and, and just being in the world, you know? Yeah. Uh, one of the ways you hear this is in these clips of conversations that they include where they're, they're talking about the project. Here's one that opens the record. This is Liam Bailey. Mate, you know how you just a uh, wizard in that? Can't you, like, take... You know how you did um, White Light and you're just a wizard? I just want some new songs, but I can't be there. So can't you wizard some stuff up and take vocals from other things? <laughs> can't you just be a wizard and give him some yeah. new music? Yeah, I, I love stuff like that. I love studio banter and, and the back and forth that happens throughout this record. It feels like not just breaking the fourth wall, but kind of like pulling you into the room. Yeah. If that makes sense. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And this this music is flying all over the place. Like the like a song like Amazing Women has this dreamy, smoky brass arrangement and, and the, the sound is so immersive. And the fact that you get, you know, that chatter in between the tunes, sometimes in the middle of a song itself. It really pulls you into like this unique sonic environment. It's so infectious too, their enthusiasm. It was like, I found myself beaming through the whole record. Ekendeo Inversions is the name of the album from L. Michael's Affair meets Liam Bailey. Thanks so much, John. We've got one more album that we want to play for this week's New Music Friday, but there are a few other notable releases out today that I want to mention, starting with Devendra Banhart. He has this really beautiful new ambient record he did with Noah Georgeson called Refuge. Bob Boylan played a cut from it on the Tuesday episode of All Songs Considered recently. The New Orleans hip-hop duo Suicide Boys has a new album out today called Long-Term Effects of Suffering, Long-Term Effects of Suffering from Suicide Boys. Joy Orbison has his first ever long-form project out today. It's called Still Slipping Volume 1 Mixtape. This was just announced earlier this week, so a surprise drop from Joy Orbison. Again, Still Slipping Volume 1 Mixtape. There's also a new record out today from the country duo Dan and Shay. It's called Good Things, Good Things from Dan and Shay. And the English singer-songwriter Jade Bird released her sophomore full-length album today. It's called Different Kinds of Light. It's a follow-up to 2019's self-titled debut album from Jay Bird. The new one, again, is called Different Kinds of Light. 
all that music out now on August 13th, along with this last one we want to play. It's by a rock band from Asheville, North Carolina, known as Wednesday. Their new album is called Twin Plagues. This is the band Wednesday. Their new album is called Twin Plagues. This song is called Toothache. And here to talk about this one is NPR Music's Marissa LaRusso. Hey, Marissa. Hey, Robin. I know Bob Boylan played a cut from the band Wednesday on All Songs Considered earlier last year, uh, but still probably new to a lot of people. So remind us who they are. Yeah, totally. This is actually their third record, but yeah, hearing them last year was the first time I had heard them. They're from Asheville. And I think what just really drew me to the band is first like those big shoegazy loud guitars yes and then also singer carly hartsman's voice she has such a sweet voice and she writes such wonderful melodies it really just drew me in i thought a lot of my bloody valentine you know just those layers of noise Mm -hmm. making this big giant wave yeah you can really get lost in the noise in the riffs in the guitars here And Carly's voice is so tender. She has like a little bit of twang. I feel like it's not a voice that I always hear matched with that kind of rock songwriting, which feels really special. And I feel like they really just took it to the next level on this record. And then, you know, her voice does get a little bit, not buried, but I think it's hard at first to make out the lyrics on this record. Mm -hmm. And the more time I spent with them, the more they're really like about recovering memories and kind of the really strong feelings that can be evoked by thinking about those memories and thinking about kind of the emotional resonances of them. And I found the lyrics really beautiful too. Yeah, I want to talk a little bit more about some of those memories she shares, but we mentioned the noise. We should hear a little bit of how this record opens uh, with the title cut, Twin Plagues. Yeah. I mean, there's something so cathartic and for me healing in this sound. I mean, I could listen to this all day long and then it can tuck me in for the night. Same, absolutely. It really, really makes me excited to get to go back to live shows sometime soon when it feels safe because I wanna just like have my whole body blown back by a wall of sound like that. Yes. You mentioned some of the themes on the record and the memories she shares. We talked about the killers album earlier on the show, and it's one that really reflects on small town hopes and horrors, you know, that that Brandon Flowers grew up with. And I found some similar reflections on this one from Carly Hartsman, you know, sharing memories from her past and describing a lot of 
like failed dreams and isolation and disappointment and, and some really broken people too. Yeah, there's definitely isolation and just like a feeling of weirdness on the record. I feel like some of the memories can be kind of intense and violent. Like there's mention of a car crash. There's mention of the swine flu, of like a bad acid trip. But then also there are some very sweet, loving moments on the record. Like there's a song called How Can You Live If You Can't Love? How Can You If You Do? That is really like tender and sweet too. Wednesday is the band and their new album is called Twin Plagues. Thanks so much, Marissa. Thank you. And that'll do it for this week's show. A reminder, you can hear all the songs we featured and a whole bunch of singles that came out this week in our expanded playlists. Just search for NPR in Apple Music or Spotify. You can also listen on our website at npr.org slash allsongs. Sign up for our weekly newsletter to stay up on the latest Tiny Desks, new music, and more. You'll find it at npr.org slash musicnewsletter. And for NPR Music and All Songs Considered, I'm Robin Hilton. Have a great weekend. Be well and treat yourself to lots of music. Mm-hmm.